The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Lions fans, this is the podcast you've been waiting for. The show where the Kool-Aid runs blue, faces turn red, and rose-colored glasses never go out of style. This is the Detroit Lions Podcast. Your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. And now, two guys who always podcast hands free. Chris and the Riz. Hey, hi, Lions fans. Welcome to the Detroit Lions podcast. This is a special edition, the Broderick Martin interview. It's a good one. This is the official Detroit Lions podcast for Reddit. I am your dashing host, Chris, and with me is my good friend and gorgeous co-host, Jeff, the Riz. Riz, and how are you doing today, brother? Chris, it is great to be with you. I am so excited to talk to Broderick Martin. I I can't express how fun this is going to be. This is going to be a guy... Lions fans are really going to like him. They're going to like this. And they're going to... I can see some people wanting to buy some Broderick Martin jerseys uh, yeah. after this one. For reals. For reals. Um, Broderick, I, he's, I, I, I just know I'm going to love this guy. He's, you can tell he's got a personality on him. Feels like a big old teddy bear. We'll get into this. Let's get, let's just, let's go do this. We're going to talk about, we're going to interview Broderick Martin. We're going to talk about what's coming up in this year. we got a lot to say, a lot to do with him. Riz, are you ready to go, my man? Let's do it. All right, Broderick Martin joins us. Really excited. Broderick, thank you so much for joining the show, man. It's great to have you on board. Man, I appreciate y'all for, for having me on board, man. I'm glad to be here. It's oh, great. Welcome to Detroit. We, I want to, one of the best stories, you know, we love draft day. We love seeing guys like you realize your dream, the excitement, the, all the work kind of coming to that. This is where I'm landed. This is where that career starts. This is the payoff for all of that. The story about you coming down six flights of stairs, your mom jumping, the whole, I mean, we loved it. Loved it every minute. I, I just want to ask, though, in that moment, if you had to sum it up in just a couple of words, the culmination of all this, how, what, how, would, you, how would you summarize just everything you felt in that moment? Uh, and one word you said? You can use more words. That's okay. It's, I, I think you can, you can use more than words, but I figured it's, it's uh, a man, lot. I, I, felt, I, felt, I felt blessed. I felt, it felt unreal. Like absolutely unreal, man. Like just like, all my hard work, like you said, all my hard work. I've been working. I've been playing football since I was five years old. I didn't realize that I that I wanted to do this until like maybe I got to like high school. But still, it was just I've been playing this sport for so long, man. Just it's just a blessing to see that it like finally didn't pay it off for me. I got I didn't got this opportunity, one of the best opportunities I ever had to do this to do this at a high level, at the highest level. As a matter of fact. At that man, I just felt blessed. Uh, well, congratulations! Any word that I can use is blessed. Yeah. Well, yeah. congratulations, man. It's, it's this a good is, word. It's, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's great to have you in Detroit. So I'm kind of a draft guy, so I want to ask you, like, going through the draft process, what was like the the most unexpected thing that happened to you while you were getting ready for the draft, or, or even like being drafted? What was that like for you? 
the most unexpected thing in this process? Yeah. Uh man, I it had to be it had to be getting drafted in the third round, to be honest. Um Yeah. I, uh <laughs> so so did you have an inkling or like your agent have an inkling of like where you might go? Um like a team or a round or anything like that? I heard I heard I heard uh I heard third round from one team, those the Giants. Uh, they, they, they could, they could get me in the third round and all that. Uh, but when I seen that they traded, they picked back. I was just, that, that's, I was sitting downstairs when I when I told you I was upset. I was sitting downstairs at first in the uh, in the lobby of the hotel where they set up everything. You know what I'm saying? Once I seen that the Giants had traded back uh, to trade their pick and all that, that's when I went upstairs and just got me something to eat at the, the rooftop restaurant. So when I when I had got that call, man. Just like what? This is crazy. <laughs> and, uh, took them, took them six months dinner. <laughs> That's really awesome. Let me ask you, you: You get to Detroit after the draft. It's I, I know, I know you're feeling the dream, right? You're, you're just every step is probably a lot lighter than it was before as you're coming through, and, and just everything's new. I'd like to hear about your first impressions about Detroit and Michigan, and then what surprised you the most about the Lions your first day in the building. Uh, what I what I love when I first got here is just like I'm I'm not used to no no big city you know I'm from I'm from Alabama obviously Tuscaloosa is not really I really a huge city and then like but um just just seeing the city first off is huge I I kind of I kind of liked it you now I'm saying the tall buildings the the everything just everything really about it I love the fans here the fans is probably like the thing that I love the most here like uh when I got drafted. When I got drafted, I was on the phone with with uh when I, when I got called, I was trying to be on the phone with the media and stuff. My phone was just blowing up, and it was just straight Detroit Detroit fans, you know. Yeah. And it was just like, like I love the fans here. It's probably the best thing ever. Like this fan base huge. Um, but when I got to the, the, the I got to the building, the one thing I love just the culture around. It, man, everybody's like family. To be honest, like. They already, you know, of course they already knew who I was, but it's just they they treated me like I was already here before, like I was already on the team and all that. Like it was just, just I really feel like I got in a blessed situation, man. I love it here. I think I, I'll tell you just one thing about Detroit. I've I've lived in a lot of places in the country throughout the years. There's something very very special about the people, of the city of Detroit, and 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 it fits well with the, the, the mindset of the football the team today and players in general that work that you had to put in to get to where you are that's what people do every day in detroit and i think it's one thing that a lot of the guys that come to town really get to know and appreciate is that there's a lot of similarities even though some guy's going to put a uh, you know put together an f-150 one day at work he's doing the yeah. same kind of work and getting ready as, as the guys and in, 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 to get into the game and play the game it's it's a really good connection between the fans and the players definitely i can definitely see that for sure yeah you don't feel that so so you're from Tuscaloosa, so you had to grow up either an Alabama fan or an Alabama hater. So which one were you? Roll Tide, baby. I can't never hate. I can't never hate Alabama. I stayed like three minutes from the stadium. I can't hate Alabama. Yeah. Did you play any other sports uh, growing up, or were you just a football guy? I played basketball. Uh, I played basketball since I was like – I think I started playing basketball in the sixth grade, and then I ran track. I did track also. Cool. Um, I'm not. I'm not taking a charge from you. 
I'm telling you that right now. <laughs> Probably wouldn't advise it. <laughs> Let me ask you about the, your impressions on the coaching staff. There's there's a lot about Dan Campbell and his authenticity and who he is and, and really all the front office. Um, can you talk about the coaching staff? And then also, how about the vets that are, that are there, the players? Have any of them reached out to you yet? Yeah, I, I love the coaching staff, man. They they like they're so intentional about getting me acclimated to how they do things right here. The intensity that they, that they coach with, I love it. The passion, um, and they and the, the thing about their coaching, they really like they teach. Like they're like not not you can have coaches that that just like tell you to do something and all of it's nothing like actually teach it and get you acclimated to how how things going and all that. And I think the coaching staff here do a great job of that. Um, like, I, like I'm always saying, I'm blessed to be here because with, with this coaching staff, because it's just how they, I feel like my career is going to go upward, you know, especially with Coach Scott and, and Coach AG and all of them. Yes. Um, as far as the vets, uh, yeah, a couple of vets uh, reached out to me before I, before I even got here. Uh, Isaiah Buzz, Aline McNeil, I'm going to talk to them the most. Um, they, they real, they was real good about telling me, you know, that find, first find me a place to, I'm, like look for a place to stay in that stay in and all that. But as far as like they're telling me how like what to expect coming in and, and, and stuff like that and yeah, we got some good vets here too, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Is it starting to get comfortable for you now? Like you, you you've moved, like you you're set up a little bit. You're starting to settle into like, okay, now I'm a professional football player, like this is my work. Is is that starting to really sink in and get serious for you now? It really is. Uh, I'm up here from about six thirty to four, and it's straight work all day. Um, it, it's great. it's mental and physical work all day. I'm, I'm starting to, starting to, yeah, like I said, getting the feeling of it. Uh, yeah, just doing it every day. Really blessed yeah. to be here. Yeah. I always say that. <laughs> Let me ask you, coming from you know what's termed a smaller school, uh, not being invited to the combine, um, what are some of the hurdles or the obstacles you felt? That you had to overcome and 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 to get you on the map to be drafted in the third round. Um, like I said, starting at smaller school. Really, I started at school smaller than Western. Uh, I started at North Alabama, yeah. uh, and, yeah. that was, and that was that was a fight to get to get on get on the scene. Uh, you know, I was the Lions, right? Uh, yeah, really, the Lions. North yeah. Alabama Lions. Yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> I guess I'm uh, I guess I just love being a lion. <laughs> but um Yeah, it, it was it was a fight to get on the scene there. Um COVID COVID happened and it just so happened that the games that I play I only have played four games the COVID season. Uh it just so happened them four games was on Western schedule. And he, they seen me they seen me shine a little bit, so they wanted me. So it was that was a blessing to to be able to come to Western and then uh there was another small school and you know, of course of course they're gonna uh, the competition that I, that I went against and, and stuff, it wasn't always the, the top competitive competition and stuff. But that's why uh, I feel like the uh, East West Shrine game was was a was also a blessing to get get into that because I got the show that I could play against them people consistently, uh, the, the uh, you know the the power fives and stuff consistently. So yeah. That's something that's actually was you, you did led right into my next question. The importance of the the the, the Shrine Bowl uh, for for you during the process because we we tend we go to the Senior Bowl every year. Um, the, the, it's been a little difficult because the timing, but we used to do the Shrine Bowl and the and the Senior Bowl every year and watch and check out the guys and it's 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 really helped a lot of guys. But as far as you know, besides showing that you can play at this level of talent, what did you take away? How did you, like you you go in one way and you 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 practicing and playing with some some. Really Real top level talent. What was the thing that you took away from that, that that you were able to use going forward? 
Uh, just uh, so first we got coached by the full Atlanta Falcons uh, coach stuff. Uh, I got so I got to yeah. see first thing on like how NFL coaches expect you to learn things and how fast they expect you to play until right. until your right. game until your game. Um, I got to learn like like how quickly they want you to progress. Like it's like my first day out there, it was it was a good practice, but I I messed up on some on some mental stuff and all that. So. They didn't. They didn't get on, but they was like, "You got to get it the next time because they're not gonna sit down and wait on you to 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 try to figure I'm it out." Well, I only had four days, so I had I had to learn everything quickly. It helped, it helped my help me with my learning process. So I can I can I process process stuff a lot quicker. Had to, you know what I'm saying, in order to be able to shine in that shrine bowl. So it was it was a, it was a blessing. Yeah. There's most of what I took out of it just how they how how NFL coaches want, want how fast they want you to get acclimated and to do things the right way. Sure. Yeah, I'm going to give you my last question. I know you got to get out of here and get back to work soon. But uh, what's one thing that you think you need to work on to really make it, make it, and make a big splash with the Lions this year? Uh my my pad level. Uh, I think I should, I think I need to. Uh, they come with just scratching and all this stuff. So I need to be, you know, be more intentional with with my scratching every night and every day, uh, just so I can be able to bend in the hips more. Um, and I guess I would say my my uh, attention to detail, uh, just just like that, folks. That, that sounds like Coach Scott right there talking. <laughs> learning my plays uh, and then execute them to the highest level, at professional level. So, yeah. sure. Um, let me hit my last. I have my last question is going to be three quick hit questions for you. Uh, first one. Any charitable causes that are close to your heart? Any uh, the charities that you like to to focus on and and, and kind of inspire people to to share their you know their 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 winnings with? <laughs> uh, obviously, um, I told you my uh, my brother. Uh, not trying to tell you, but I said before my brother passed away from yep. cancer leukemia. Uh, to be it was acute myeloid leukemia, so yep. really anything cancer related, I'm I'm, I'm I'm I won't that awareness to get out of there. I want, get out there. I want their research to, to pick up. So I'm going I'm to I'm try to set some up geared towards that, uh, specifically leukemia. Yep. Uh, yeah. we, do a, we do a yearly 24-hour show for St. Jude. We've raised over $100,000 so far, Broderick. Love to. Later on when we do that, love to hook up and see if you'd like to just do a little little interview, a little talk during the part of it, help help raise the awareness and help raise some money. We're we're always down to help with that. That's a big yeah. a big cause for us. Absolutely. Um, Second quick hit. What's the first thing you're going to buy with that rookie money? <laughs> uh, um, I, I, I won't go too crazy. I'm just uh, if you see my car now, it's, it's a small car, and I'm a big man, so I might, I might, I might upgrade my car. Give me a truck. There you <laughs> go. There you go. Just from, just for myself. Good on you. Definitely. That's right. That's awesome. That's awesome. Last one, and I don't, it should be an easy one. Anything you want to tell Detroit Lions fans ahead of the 2023 season? I'm I'm gonna give y'all all I got every single day, every single practice, every single game. I, I, I will guarantee that they didn't waste this pick on me. I'm, I'm gonna show out. I'm gonna show awesome. up and show out every time I get a chance to. I, I I know you will, Broderick. We can tell just yeah. what makes you who you are. You 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 look. You're gonna be a fa fan favorite really quickly here. Appreciate you taking time with yeah. us, Broderick Martin, Detroit Lions nose tackle, defensive line, beast up front. A real man's man. Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon, Broderick. Thank Thanks, man. Thanks, man. All right, Broderick Martin. Holy cow, man. I, 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 we were right.
people are going to love this guy, man. He's, he, he's awesome. He is awesome. You um, know, they, they, they talk about, you know, being cut from the same cloth. Like it's really easy to see that, that, you know, Broderick Martin is from the same seamstress that, that produced uh, Dan Campbell, Gary Glenn, Brad Holmes, the whole entourage. Like he, he's such a good fit. Like he talked about it a little bit, like he's going to fit so well with the league. Like I can see those two like really hitting it off and being a, you know, the, the devastating duo of defensive line or something like that. We're going to come up with a better name than that, but uh, something alliterative and fun. I can see that happening with these guys real quick. I feel like they're all going to take on that seatbelt gang identity. I really do. I, I, I and yep. maybe it's just because they all wanted shirts, but we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. all right. Y'all know where to get your shirts, by the way. Yeah. Seatbeltgang.com. Also, don't forget about us on Patreon, patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast. Get access to the Slack chat, the most intelligent Lions chat on the Internet, and you get to take part in it. You get access to insiders like Risden, myself, Michael Gray, Scott Bischoff, Ash, the whole crew. We're all there. Even Case hanging around talking still. Uh, great stuff. Patreon.com slash Detroit Lions podcast or join the membership on the on the YouTube channel and you get access that way as well. The Slack is the place to be, especially as we get into these slower, slower days of the season. You, you want to find that Lions talk somewhere with somebody with some kind of intelligence and they do do exist. Also, make sure to follow us on Twitter at D-E-T Lions Podcast. It's D-E-T Lions Podcast and follow Jeff at Jeff Risden. You find him there. It's all the good insider breaking news, all the real stuff. He's over at Lions Wire. You'll know what's coming up there. You'll get it all. By following us both on Twitter. Also, give us a call on Skype, Detroit Lions Podcast, all one word, Detroit Lions Podcast, or call us in the Lions line at 248-782-8384, 248-RUB-U-FUG, and be sure to go to DetroitLionsPodcast.com and subscribe to the podcast. Riz, tell them why. Tell them why they want to do that. So I can come into your ear holes on that's right. Thank you for tuning in. We're going to see you next time on the Detroit Lions Podcast. Remember, no pants, no toasters, no hot tubs. No problems, baby, because we're your Detroit Lions and Reddit connection. Final seconds winding down, and look at that. How big is that? Chris and Case out of time. Pack the bag, start the plane. This show is over. You've had enough of that shit.